So my new t-shirt design business, which is not so new anymore, my brand, All Year Round Designs, just turned one year old. In this episode, I'll share five things I learned from my one-year-old business that I'll be able to use and improve on next year. Welcome to the Freelance to Full-Time podcast. I'm your host, Precious Henshaw, and I've been in e-commerce for over a decade. I started my first creative business in 2012 on Etsy as an 18-year-old college student, but never really had the time to grow my business to where I wanted it to be until now. I'm scaling up from freelance creative work to earning a full-time sustainable income online, and I'm sharing tips, tricks, and strategies with you that I've learned along the way that are helping me get closer to my full-time goals. Follow me as I talk entrepreneurship, successes and struggles, and the strategies I'm using to build a business that supports my lifestyle so that you too can achieve your wildest dreams. I can't wait to take you on this journey with me. Let's begin. Thanks for tuning into the Freelance to Full-Time podcast. So my new t-shirt design business, which is not so new anymore, my brand, All Year Round Designs, just turned one year old. It's like at this time last year, I had a helpless newborn who fully depended on me for everything. And now I have a one-year-old who can walk and eat solids. Not to say, of course, that my business can survive without me, but I see it slowly becoming more and more independent. I have some listings now that are truly passive that generate sales throughout the year without me having to change the listing in any way or even having to put ad money into it. And I've learned a lot about my business throughout this year. I really considered this phase of business to be a learning phase. I learned about my ideal customer, what designs and products they like most, about trends throughout the year, and my highest and lowest season of orders. In this episode, I'll share five things I learned from my one-year-old business that I'll be able to use and improve on next year. But before I get into this episode, if you have found this podcast helpful and inspiring in your journey, if you learned something new or I gave you an idea that helped you in your business, could you kindly take a few seconds to leave a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening, or leave a like and a comment on YouTube or TikTok if that's where you're watching. This tells the platform that you find my podcast valuable and it helps my podcast rank higher so that more creatives like you can find it. I really appreciate it and I love to shout out the people who leave comments and reviews and I can't wait to shout you out when I read yours. I love this comment from one of my listeners, Matt. Here's what it says. Time to listen while I paint. I love it, Matt. Thanks for putting me on in the background while you work. That's what I love about podcasts. You can listen anywhere while you're multitasking, whether you're at work in the shower, folding laundry. Podcasts are such a great way to learn and get value passively without having to sit and watch or read something. So thanks so much to everybody who listens. The first lesson I learned is that paying to play can yield faster results. What I mean by this is that in order to get visibility quickly on one of my listings, I pay for ads. I pay to be in the number one spot. Now, this can be risky because it's very easy to overspend on ad clicks if you don't know how to target properly. But since I've had this last year to perfect using the ad platforms on Etsy and Amazon, I've gotten much better at knowing how to target, which is the number one thing you have to know how to do to use ads. Because if you're not targeting correctly, you'll waste so much money on clicks that don't result in sales. 
This past year, I've gotten to know my ideal customer very well, and now I know what types of listing photos attract them and which are most likely to lead to a sale. The reason I believe that paying to play, aka using ads, yields faster results is because once I am targeting my ideal customer, I can very quickly see which of my designs will become bestsellers, and I can quickly make more designs just like that. As opposed to relying on organic traffic to get sales, which is great, don't get me wrong, because you get to keep more of your profits when you make a sale, using ads allows me to get more than a 100 times the amount of traffic that I would on an organic listing that's not being advertised. Which means that if a design I'm advertising resonates with my ideal customer, I will sell it not only faster, but I will sell much, much more of it than I would organically. Because of the amount of traffic I'm getting to it, from its visibility. I think that's one of the number one reasons I saw such exponential growth in my business in just a year. It's because I invested in my visibility by paying for ads and that put me at the top page of Etsy and Amazon. But the best thing about using this ad strategy is that because of the amount of visibility and sales my best-selling designs get, it also attracts organic traffic meaning that eventually I won't even need ads to be in the number one spot or at least on the first page of these marketplaces. A few of my designs sell year-round without any ads at all. And now that I know the types of designs that trend throughout the year, next year I won't have to spend as much on ads because my best-selling designs from this past year will likely rank high organically. The second lesson I learned from my one-year-old business is that seasonality can be exhausting but very profitable. Most of my designs are seasonal, meaning that once that season or holiday is over, I'm basically getting no sales at all on those particular listings. It was a bit exhausting this year keeping up with all of the holidays that were coming up. In fact, there were some minor holidays that I completely miss out on because I just forgot about them and I didn't have designs prepared in time. But that's okay because I made note of all of the holidays and national days from this past year. And next year, I will 100% be ready to hit the market. In episode 80, I talk about how I prepared for this holiday season, which is the biggest sales season of the year. And I touch on how I start preparing for the next holiday at least a month or two before. It wasn't always like this throughout the year. Sometimes there was only two weeks before a holiday before I realized that I should probably make some designs for it. But now that I'm so far ahead of schedule, I already have New Year's designs made and even Valentine's Day designs. Next year, I'm going to be way better prepared and I'm going to have designs ready for all the major holidays as well as the minor ones. And as a result, I will likely see even more revenue next year too. The third lesson I learned from my one-year-old business is that revenue can really fluctuate. During my slow seasons, I only made up to $1,000. But during my busy seasons, I made up to $10,000. A lot of that has to do with the seasonality of my shirt design business, which is why I had the idea to expand to Amazon so that I could sell products that are not as seasonal, like blank t-shirts. Amazon is still a relatively new platform for me, but I am happy to see that it definitely did help pick up the slack when sales on my Etsy store were slow. My goals for next year will be to find more products to sell on Amazon that align with what my ideal customer needs to make their shirts and also to maximize my digital design sales, as I mentioned before. Finding more products to sell on Amazon that are not necessarily seasonal will help me make more revenue during my slow months on Etsy since my products on Amazon sell very consistently throughout the year. 
And one of the ways I'll maximize my digital design sales is by being on top of the holidays. I have a holiday calendar for 2023 all lined out with all of the major holidays and minor that will occur. And I'm gonna have all of my designs made for these holidays at least a month ahead of time. Planning out my work this way will help me even exceed the revenue I made last year during these busy seasons because people like to buy early for holidays. And as I find more and more products to sell on Amazon that my ideal customer will buy to make their t-shirts, I hope to see more steady revenue next year. And as I am better prepared for holidays, I hope to see even more revenue during my high seasons. The fourth lesson I learned from my one-year-old business is exactly when my high and low sales periods are. I literally have a graph that shows me how much money I made throughout the year and where all those peaks and dips are. This year, my highest peaks, aka my highest sales seasons were February, May, June, September, October, November, and December. These months contain some of the major holidays like Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Juneteenth, Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. That's just a little more than half the year. So essentially, I made the bulk of my revenue from only seven months out of the year. My slowest seasons were January, March, April, July, and August. Some of the holidays during these months are, of course, New Year, St. Patrick's Day, and Easter, but there were actually some minor holidays too that I just totally forgot about because I was so focused on those major holidays. So next year, I'm gonna work on designs for the major holidays early, much earlier than I did this last year, which will give me time to make designs for those minor holidays too. And by doing this, I can actually increase my revenue during these slow months. The fifth lesson I learned from my one-year-old business is the power of bundling. I realized about halfway through the year that I could actually bundle similar designs together and sell them at a higher price. My customers loved buying bundles because they felt like they were getting a great deal. I even started paying my graphic designer to make bundles of similar designs, which saved me money and also time. That means more profits. Not to mention that when I have a bundle of 10 designs, I can also make separate listings for each of them and I can quickly see which will become a bestseller. This strategy has really helped me increase my average cart value, essentially how much a customer spends at checkout. So instead of buying only a $3 design, they can buy a bunch of designs for $10. So think of ways that you can bundle your work together instead of selling individual products. Try bundling two or three similar pieces of work together and increase from there. So there you have five lessons I learned from my one-year-old business. Paying to play, aka using ads, can yield faster results. Seasonality can be exhausting because you have to stay on top of holidays, but selling holiday-themed products is very profitable. My revenue can fluctuate a lot throughout the year, so I have to find products to sell that are less seasonal and also be better prepared during peak seasons so that I can maximize my high seasons even more and also maximize my low seasons by factoring in those smaller holidays. I learned when exactly my peak and slow months are, which will help me be better prepared for those next year to maximize my revenue. And finally, I learned that bundling similar products together can help increase my revenue and my average cart value. Which one of these lessons was the most eye-opening to you? Let me know in the comments below or take a screenshot and share your thoughts with me on Instagram at freelance to full time. And until next week, take care.
Thanks for listening to the Freelance to Full-Time podcast. If you found this episode helpful, leave a like and a comment below. If you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening to the audio, take a screenshot and share your thoughts with me on my Instagram at Freelance to Full-Time. Also, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening. This helps my podcast rank higher and helps me reach more creatives with big goals and dreams just like you and me. I can't wait to talk to you next week. Until next time, friends, take care.